SEO this week. Welcome to episode 191. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this week we are going to be um, bringing back the podcast. So if you're an Apple follower, you're on Spotify or whatever, and you listened to the podcast before, uh, you know I was spotty at best to um, to record those. And the issue was really it was just audio processing. So I do the show on YouTube, as you probably all know. Um, we point and talk about a lot of things. It's being a little bit harder on the, on the audio side. And, and then, too, I just hate editing things. I do everything kind of raw. It is what it is. Um, and uh, that's kind of just how I leave it. So uh, this week I wanted to um, – we're going to bring the show back, and we brought the. Uh, if you watched on YouTube or the Facebook or or um, oh, what's the other one, Periscope. Sorry, brain farted today. We got the Rode Podcaster Pro, so the Rode Podcaster Pro is set up. It's recording. We got the nice audio now, so everything should be a little bit cleaner, and I have to do a little bit less work on the whole. Um, editing and all that stuff uh so i can publish the shows in a little bit more efficient efficiently on the podcast platforms and do everyone justice so that's the goal so with that uh i got the new stuff today uh as always if you want to uh leave comments like take goodbye to dory friend connor uh, etc. They're in the YouTube channel. If you're on Facebook, you can leave comments on Facebook. I get to see them all. It's all brought in here into my cool little dashboard, uh, my fancy techno setup. Uh, and uh, I'd love to hear what you got to say. I'd love to hear your questions, etc. So while you're thinking of those, I'm going to go ahead and uh, share my screen. We'll talk about this week's news stories. Uh, if you see the link in there, it's not alive yet. I have some other things I want to do. Um, so you, you'll get to see that in a minute, but with that, here's the screen. I'm going to shut off studio mode, make it easier for me. All right. So the first one is how to record SERPs and analyze algorithms with, uh, with Python. So if you are, um, adventurous and you want to set up your own rank tracking software, uh, this is this is a webinar. It's actually going to show you the process. Now, when I first saw the article, is actually the steps were in there. But since I saw it, and since and between the time that I saw it and the time that I wrote the page and went back to create my UTM codes, uh, they changed it to a webinar. No big deal. The webinar is on the uh, 14th. So what is that? Thursday, I believe it is. Uh, I'm going to go, and it's basically what I'm going to show you is how to use the Google Search API, which essentially returns the search results for whatever keyword you want, um, and use Python and turn that into your own rank tracker. And the idea is that, one, you reduce your rank tracking costs, and uh, two, uh, you learn some Python stuff. I think it will be pretty cool. I'm going to be uh, definitely be implementing that and checking it out. If you're a follower of any of Ted Kabaitis' tools, I don't know if he wants to know the cat out of the bag, but my guess is that the Google Search API is going to be uh, involved in Core 6 when that is released expected time, uh, sometime at, towards the end of the month, which would be nice. Uh, all right, so the next story is four ways Google Analytics will improve your data. I've had a lot of questions on the show if you've been watching uh, from various users talking about should we bring, uh, should we implement GA4? Have you implemented GA4? What's the difference between universal and GA4? Um, and so I've been reading a lot more of these things and checking things out, and this article is probably by far the most um, exciting for me. So 
with Google Analytics uh, and Universal's in Universal Analytics, you go in and you build your uh, goals and you know fake phone numbers, scrolls, and all that stuff. And it's pretty much like the most common ones that everyone does. So tracking phone numbers, tracking buttons, tracking form fills, and tracking scrolls. So you make sure that people are interacting with your page. Uh, and you use those together with heat maps and do your CRO. Well, when you turn on Google Analytics 4, which is a big hang-up for a lot of people, you lose a lot of all of your data if you shut off Universal Analytics. So you, it's recommended that you have both running for now. Uh, let them both collect data so that you build up a nice data set in GA4 um, versus just you know going cold turkey and, and bumping over. Now, if you've got a really small website and and I would even venture to say a local business website, like a, your plumber, roofer, et cetera. Honestly, does it really matter? Your traffic volume is low um, as it is, unless you're like the viral plumber for whatever, however many you manage to pull that off. But your traffic volume is low, so you might not be missing out on a whole lot by just implementing GA4 and being done with it versus a uh, an enterprise site that's going to need to keep that data around so they can compare year over year, et cetera, right? So, um, but the highlight for me in GA4 uh, and the best part of this article is that they've actually built all those goals that I talked about, scrolling, click-through, phone number tracking. Uh, a lot of those are already built in the GA4. So you just go in, set up GA4, and then go turn on those goals and it's already done for you. You just you know, assign them a, uh, a cost. If you want to do the, uh, the revenue generated, assign each CP or goal a cost and uh, it's already done. And so that's really, really cool. Uh, and this article goes through a little bit more, just how to turn those on for you. And this just saves you from learning some stuff. You know. uh, let's see. Next one. How did the tech competitors change with Python? Figure out, uh, you uh, econ people would really like this, so um, or even affiliates. So probably, but more so, even the econ people. And let's say you're selling T-shirts. Uh, you go through and you find your competitors that are selling the same type of T-shirts. You know, the same genre. Uh, you can actually use Python and set this up so that if they lower their prices, have sales, or anything like that, uh, Python will go through. It'll run its script. It'll find it, and then it'll send you an email alert saying, hey, that's dropped. Now, I would caution you if you're going to do something like that, and, and maybe um, the econ people specifically have even better uh, recommendations on this, but don't use that as something to chase each other down to the bottom of the market and try to get, uh, you know, who's got the best price. Uh, but it certainly gives you some more information, especially when you're dealing with um, a, a lot of competition, to actually put, maybe even possess, position yourself as the most expensive, but the best quality, best customer service, best um, uh, order handling, all that stuff. And be the best and be the premium and be able to charge a little bit more than your competition and still um, you, you know, without chasing the, the price to the bottom, like uh, a lot happens in a lot of markets, especially you, know, you see SEO, for example, there's people offering $29 a month SEO. Well, when you deal it, when you think about that, they're going after, 
I would say I won't even say price conscious. I would just say cheap. They're going after cheap people, and then, and then they're offering them a twenty nine dollar a month SEO package that essentially is a site audit tool, right? Uh, and then they're upsurface upselling for all their services. It gets them in. It gets it's essentially a tripwire offer, but is presented as twenty nine dollar a month SEO, so it's misleading. Uh, and that's kind of what you're going to find uh, when you're looking at these competitor price changes is, did they raise their price? Let's say they raised their price a week before Black Friday up by 10, 20, 30%. And then they offered a uh, 30% discount for Black Friday. Well, really, did you get a deal? And you can actually get to see that stuff out. And I'm not necessarily saying you can call your competition out but you can certainly raise that as a as a point of um you know as a selling point when you're doing your stuff so uh check that out that'd be really cool uh all right this is a post i got three of these in here is kind of just as ways to um you know engage in some forums and stuff uh and this one is a it's a process it's not very detailed but it is a process nonetheless of how to take a uh, how this author of this post is going to use youtube in order to generate fifty thousand dollars a month very ambitious <laughs> you know it'd be um but i'm, I'm not going to say that it's not likely to happen but it is very ambitious and you see he outlines the actual steps he's going to take and the amount of money he's going to invest in this thing to uh, see how it turns out uh, hopefully uh they keep he keeps updating this journey uh thread in this particular forum that's how they do it like they'll do a journey they say what they're going to do and then they follow you just kind of follow along in that thread and see how they do so uh hopefully we see some progress of that i'm not anticipating fifty thousand dollars a month but i'm never gonna say never you never know what could happen maybe he'll get lucky uh let's see this was a good one i had a consultation call this morning and this is something i've talked about to a lot of people and it's how many projects do you take on and or and or how many domains do you have and uh it was kind of time because as i was doing the the consultation i had also had to set up some of this stuff for the show and this one came up is is let's say you have a hundred domains should you realistically expect that you will be able to handle 100 websites all at one time? Uh, or should you define uh, some of your more uh, ROI-generating projects? <laughs> like living in the now, these ones are going to make me money now. Let me build those up. Uh, and then as when they go into um, what I call them is into maintenance mode, uh, then you can take on a new project. So for my, for me, for example, I have digital ear and I have what ranks and then what ranks is, is the course side, right? And that's pretty much now in the maintenance mode. I, you know, I'll add some more videos here and there, but for the most part, maintenance mode. Digital Ear, active project, working on it, still doing some stuff. And then uh, Dory and I are bringing, once the new site comes out, we'll be bringing in new content for um, SEO intelligence agency. So uh, that'll be an active project. So I'm really, at the end of the day, you do the math, and I'm limited to three projects. Uh, and then I have the client stuff, um, and that's roughly 900 websites. Um, so you do the, you do all that 
and, and you have to have systems that do 900 websites. Don't get me wrong. That's got to be, um, uh, you got, you got to have a plan in the system. So, um, and that's an SOP thing and a lot and some outsourcing, but 900 websites in the list, I can pull it off. But at the end of the day, I've got two big projects, digital ear, and then SIA is coming. And I have one more that I want to do, and that's going to be uh, my affiliate site. Uh, and I'm probably going to build that out in a dueling over-the-shoulder series for SIA and what ranks. Uh, at the same time, it's also going to be uh, content for SEO this week. So I think it would be good uh, and kind of just you know get you guys in and seeing how I do things and how I build things out. Um, and not necessarily an for all, for the purposes of this show is you know oh, I'm going to do this and this is why blah 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 I don't know we might we might go that route but we'll see how it goes. Um, so this is a you get if you read that post you'll actually get some more perspectives on that on that and how to select what types of projects to do and how many to do and how to make sure you're not overtaxing yourself because if you're overtaxing yourself you're going to hate doing all this stuff if you hate doing it you're going to be less effective at it if you're less effective at it you're going to make less money at it versus narrowing it down to a couple of projects and and don't fall for that do what you love crap doing what you love may not necessarily mean getting money for doing what you love it just they, they're always not synonymous but if you have a couple of projects that are going to make you the most money uh, and they're making you a whole lot of money and you're paying all your bills and, you know, they're keeping your significant others happy, then that's what you love. So do those, <laughs> right? So that's kind of how I am. Uh, and let's see, Google scroll to text fragments. This is another interesting post and it brings up the the thought or the the fact that with the passage indexing that everyone's all excited about, oh, my passage is going to be inside of the search results and I'm going to get the rich snippet. And never mind the fact that you're not going to get as much traffic from those because your answer is right inside the search results now and you've given it to Google to do it. But, you know, yay, Google, passage, <laughs> passage indexing, yay. Uh, but you get actually cited in there, and you'll get the link. Now, what that does is it gives a, uh, a hashtag link. So, uh, like a jump link is, is what I call them, uh, but, you know, URL jump link to this part of the page. And that is what's actually cited inside of the featured snippet when they, when they do this. And what happens when you click that is it bounces to that section of the page when it opens. The problem comes for people that are um, living and dying by ad revenue, publishers, uh, and when they sell ad space or they're getting paid for impressions of the ad, uh, that jump link that Google is setting can actually cause a whole bunch of issues for them. They actually lose a lot of money on that, right? Uh, so what this does is actually gives you a workaround so you can leverage the passive indexing and be cool with it. You're not hurting anything. But when people click any link on your page, it forces the user to the top of the page. And then you can add some jump links. Let's say you see some pa some passages that are constantly getting uh, a whole bunch of attention from Google uh, inside of your analytics. Then you can actually you know set the table of contents and use that jump link as a um, 
as part of your table of contents and kind of build off of that to make it a whole lot easier uh, for the user while not sacrificing impressions on your ads. So uh, I would check this out, especially if you were in the publisher model. If you're not, if you're not making money directly from ad impressions, then it's probably not anything worth doing. Uh, but if you're certainly getting ad impression traffic, then that's what you need to, uh, you should probably implement this. And it has been pointed out by Danny over at Google that this does not affect the SEO uh, or the ability for those snippets to show up, right? So that's how you do it. Uh, okay, and the last one is uh, non-offensive links to add noise to the backlink profile I had a separate conversation with someone else and we were talking about um how you what are you doing are you like if you're doing pbns for example how do you hide those if you're building uh really good t- tier ones through outreach how do you hide those and the reason you want to hide those is you're Competition can actually go through and reverse engineer your profile and then find all the easy links that you got and reach out to the same people. And Bob's your uncle, they can just duplicate your profile. Um, but you can hide all that stuff. And typically, the way I hide it is inside of SEO Autopilot or that kind of stuff uh, or my branded networks. Uh, and you set up a brand network, you know, two to 300 websites. And every time you publish to those, uh, that gets indexed and notified. And then it eventually builds up what a lot of people coin as pillow links. Uh, and this is a, there's two methods inside of here. They kind of how to do that. And it's good for you to see these two particular methods because most people say that they are dead, but people are still quite successful using them. Uh, so go in there, check out the methods. They are manual. If you want to do it safe, you can certainly automate it. If you just don't care, uh, you know, if it's a churn and bird website and then use the automated method, but if it is a, um, it's a long-term project or client stuff, then use the manual method, uh, and, uh, test it out for yourself and see how it works. So, um, and that's it. That's the stories for this week. Uh, so check those out on the website. It'll be digitalear.com SEO this week, forward slash episode uh, 191. Uh, the links are in the description, uh, or the link to the pages in the description. You'll be able to get that once I publish it. and uh, that, that shouldn't be too much longer because I'm testing some stuff out uh, to make things my process a little bit easier and smoother. Uh, all right, so anyone have any questions on those? Hopefully not. I don't see why not. The highlights for me really is the GA4 stuff. I, I want to see that. I want to I want to go in there and implement that stuff because I'm doing it like through um, Tag Manager on some projects and then you're setting up goals inside of Google and then you're setting up heat map or you're, and you got to do it again on Clicky and all that stuff. And if GA4 has it for me, I can get those top goals already set up add the conversion value to it and Bob's your uncle, it's done. And then, then I just have to worry about the, my clicky account and, and duplicating that to kind of lie or check Google analytics. Right. So, um, that's kind of how, um, I'm looking at that. And then the, the other one is the, uh, the Python, the search algorithm or doing the rank tracking with Python. Um, just so that I can have it in the house and I don't have to, um, I don't have to, I'm always going to, but I don't have to rely on third-party rank trackers. So, uh, you know me, I use SEO PowerSuite's rank tracker just because it's 
cool and I got the editable PDFs and it automatically emails or reports for me. There's plenty of other tools to do it. That's mine. That's the one I choose. Uh, all right, let's see. Questions, one from John. What are your thoughts on the Smith Algo stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think this the story was that Smith is replacing Bert, right? Um, and Bert was designed in theory to determine or help figure out what the user's intent behind that search was. Like you're searching for uh flying carpets. Do you really want a flying carpet or, you know, is, and what sites address that? And then the Smith, the Smith stuff comes out. Um, that, uh, according to Ted on the SEO fight club actually changes or kind of makes things a whole lot better uh for the for the user so i think that as those are applied more and stuff i don't necessarily say think that it's something that uh and ted can think i'm wrong uh and we might actually debate this later but is bert and smith are designed so that the users get better uh search results more than they are designed so that you can you have to optimize for something to be better on your website on your on your page so uh in order to address bert and now smith you just got to write better stuff and be clearer about it and as you test and look at different things uh i think grammar may become an issue sooner rather than later. And I also think um, based off of the core reports, if you guys saw that last week, the flesh reading skills kicking in, maybe there's getting a little bit smarter to be able to adapt to that a little bit. Um, so there might be some SEO fine tuning that you can do. Uh, but for the most part, clear, concise answers to questions uh, and factual statements uh, and that kind of stuff, I think would be, to me, the easiest thing to teach a machine, but I'm not a machine guy, right? So I've never done machine learning and I've never, you know, applied it inside of a commercial for Holiday and Express, if you get the reference, etc. cetera. Um, and so you have to kind of bounce that out to what it is. So, yeah, and, and the rhinoplasty, Plano stuff and all the sites that Kyle Roof actually set up, you know, those Lauren Mitchum sites are still ranking. So Smith and Burt is not the end all be all. Um, and, and Ted pointed out it's because it's only in 12 languages. I would think more it's kind of, you know, if you're a rhinoplasty Plano in google.com, English search engine, English results, English location. It would expect an English site at least. And if it was really smart, it would be able to look at a Latin written site and go, yeah, it's not English. And then push that out and put something else in there. And and clearly it's not doing that either. Right. So um, something to consider as you're, as you're debating this and, and wondering it in your mind, I leave, I leave the analysis of, of Bert and all that stuff, NLP and all that, to the super nerds. Um, I don't have the brain power for it, nor the brain capacity. So uh, I want to know. I want to. I want to hear their thoughts on it, 
and then I want to test imp- implementations of it. Uh, and that's how I came up with, um, you know, I, I listened to a guy that was really, really smart on entities and using all that stuff. Uh, he gave us a writing process. I liked it. It was too much work. I changed it to my own kind of thing uh, and tested it, and it works good. So um, that's kind of the value of, of learning um, you know, what's going on. Uh, and let's see. Uh, at least, at least, like listen to someone who's listening, talking, or knows the technical side of all those, all those things. I can tell you that you, there, there's, it's way too early for people to say, "Well, this is how you SEO for Bert." At the end of the day, you SEO the same way you always SEO'd. Uh, on-page optimization, implementation of LSI inside of your content, and the implementation of super LSI and schema and building backlinks, and that's how you rank. Um, and at the and you're still dealing with the machine. And machine is still got to, even if it finds the most relevant contents in the trillions and trillions of pages on the web for flying red carpets, uh, it still has to have a voting system to say which one is the best. And that's where the links come in, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think we're good for a while and the whole... Um, SEO is dead thing. Hopefully we never, we'll, we'll see a post like that every year, but hopefully it's not true for another 10. By that time I'll be uh, rich and have a nice nest egg and be retired. So all you young guys can figure it out. Uh, all right. So let's talk about the topic of the week. And um, I put it in the title for YouTube and the rest of you didn't get to see it. So I want to do anchor text ratios and how to analyze those. And so uh, to to do so, we kind of need some tools. And let me open these up. I did this once with everyone watching and I started getting all kinds of spam. So I'm going to open this up. I'm going to open Majestic up, and I'm going to open Ahrefs up. And then we'll probably just work in uh, Ahrefs from that point on. Not because it's better, I just I need both of them to kind of illustrate my point uh, on something. And I need a website. Is anyone watching that has a website? Actually, I'm going to do UI Lawyer. Angeles. DUI Lawyer Los Angeles, and that'll be good. All right. Uh, let's go to screen. Okay, so DUI Lawyer Los Angeles, that's where we're going to look for. Now, if you are using Cora or any other tool um, and, you, and you've been following me for some, for some time, I've always said, especially after I got hold of Cora and, and, and embraced the, the math of correlation um, analysis for determining uh, ranking competition, is I've always applied that to my anchor text. And what that means is the the days of um, exact match anchor text should be one to two percent to no more, or else penguins gonna kill you. Um, is 
in my opinion, that was bull crap then and is bull crap now, and that you actually have to go through uh, keyword by keyword and, and and look at the competition and see what kind of backlink uh, anchor text that these guys that they have, uh, and in in order to to you got to match that. So you, Google is expecting based off of the competition in your in your niche X percentage of anchor text um just like they would be expecting x percentage of keyword density for example um so you have x percentage of exact match anchors uh parcel match brand url uh and a, and a, i have a classified down the 15 different things but for for this point for this one we're going to look at exact match anchors uh, and that will let you know really at the end of the day kind of how aggressive you can get. Um, I'm going to just show you the process of how I do it. We're going to do it on just one site just because, you know, I, I don't want it to be here forever. But we're going to do one site, and you just duplicate this across the, the top ten. Uh, skip sites like Yelp. Uh, findlawexpertise.com. Those are directories. They're ranking based off of the directory love. Since the Google last Google update, the directories have actually dropped significantly. I'm seeing more real sites, which is kind of cool. And, I, and I, only so much as I say significantly is like half. Um, now half of the directories are gone and real sites are coming in, which is good. And that's good for the user too. So, uh, super lawyers, Avo, you can skip those. And then you have, uh, like um, this one, criminal defense attorney is probably uh, an actual attorney's office. Here's one, uh, and then the top two. So I would look at those and say, all right, wh what are we um, looking at? Because these aren't going to rank based off of their being directories. These are going to rank based off of on-page, and it's DOI lawyers, so there's backlinks involved. <laughs> You're not getting around it. Uh, and we're going to drop in the URL into our tools. And I'm going to do Ahrefs. I'm going to do Majestic. And the reason you want to do both, and optimally, if you're, like, really serious and you have a lot of money, then you probably want to get link research tools, and that brings up 22 more, 22 more things. But you won't actually see all of the... Um, the um, the uh what the hell's the word i'm looking for <clears throat> all of the backlinks from from just one tool so ahrefs is not going to have all of them so you can see i just switched this to the url there's 61 referring domains and then this one says 29 referring domains so clearly there's some differences in there uh and so you want to have as much data as you can again link research tools they have a they have a, a tool that kind of does what i'm doing here uh, but it'll bring you can research your competition and bring that all in together. It's you know money. You're gonna spend some money doing that. So um, this is kind of the poor man's method, and you can get close enough. And really, what we want to do is at the end of the day is look at this anchor tech stuff. And, and we're searching for uh, what we're searching for is the um, the uh, the breakup. Like what are they using, etc. And then. Um, in particular, exact match. How how aggressive did they get on exact match stuff, and and so that will tell you what you got to do and worry about with uh, with the penguin.
And the growing theory is that the penguin is what uh, is hitting you with the exact match stuff, is the penguin. Uh, so I'm going to look at this and kind of just figure out and show you some of the paths that you would go, right? And since we got two of these together, they're not a good, they're not big link profiles, so we can actually do it this way. Uh, so we're looking at this, and the one thing that stands out to me, right, is this website. I would look at some of those just to see how it's implemented a little bit. You can see that in details in either one of these tools. Uh, but there's the domain name, visit website. These generic things, I don't even build these anymore, right? But I build a lot of these. So that's really good. There's 13 in there, uh, six are do follow, referring pages. These are probably some site-wides. Uh, let's look. You can actually look at the domain types too. Yeah, see, there's some, uh, yeah, all of the, um, whatchamacallit, the directories. So it's it's probably, for the lack of a better term, his citations. And uh, his citations are here. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's that. Uh, and then DOI lawyer, this is, this is a partial match. It's not an exact match. So when you're building these out, you would consider this partial match. This one too, partial match. Uh, and I'm looking for any exact matches. And if you don't see those here, and we had 61, right? So let's bump this up to 100 and see if it's there at all. And Okay. So there's no exact match for that one. And then look in here, domain, URL, URL, URL. There's exact match. And... What do we got? Two referring domains, four backlinks total uh, for exact match. There's another one. Well, that's not exact match to the search, right? What are do I lawyer Los Angeles? So that that would be a part. It's a partial match, but it's close enough to the exact match for me. Uh, and here's the other one. DUI lawyer Los Angeles. There's two more links. And then you see all these variations of it. And when I'm talking about variations, uh, this LA DUI, uh, Los Angeles DUI lawyer, uh, attorney. These are my variation anchor text DUI attorneys, Los Angeles DUI and DWI lawyers. I would build links to all of those. I would use those, right? So that I've replaced my these things uh, with those. And you can see that this person who's done this has pretty much done the same thing. So DUI lawyers, uh, DUI lawyer, uh, DUI lawyer, Los Angeles, etc. So what you're looking at here is generic anchors, uh, blank anchors, probably pictures. I'm not going to click it because I don't want to lose this table, but it's probably pictures, images, image link building. You notice that they have a lot of them. So I would look at what they did and replicate that for sure because there's a lot of them there. Uh, and then you have gener generics and then your URLs. And then you get into your um, exact match and partial match. And I don't see any... Yeah, this is partial. Lars, that's partial match with some branding. This is based off of the title tag. This is partial, partial, partial with branding, partial with branding. Um, and some more URL stuff, partials. Um, 
this is partial with branding. My guess is one of their attorneys is Matthew Cohen uh, and more URL stuff. So when you look at this, URLs, definitely you want to build a lot in this market. You want to build a lot of URL backlinks. Uh, this one tells pretty much the same story. URL, URL, uh, URL, the no tanks and URLs. So you want to build a lot of URLs. You want to focus on those. So those are your quote-unquote pillow backlinks. You can use all those URLs. Uh, you want to be a little bit cautious, probably... You know, the 1% rule, I'm not, I'm doing the math in my head, really. I'm not, I'm just kind of guesstimating, but the 1% rule would kind of apply here. Um, I would have to look at the rest of these, obviously, uh, but the just based off of this one thing, uh, I probably don't want any more than two or three websites linking to me uh, at, with the exact match anchors in this case. And I want to leverage the variations. And I've been leveraging the variations ever since Kai or Ted made Cora, um, uh, and those things are those are dope. So you leverage the variations, and I would also take it one step further. And instead of doing these generic things, which obviously it's probably it's probably coming from their citations, right? Uh, instead of doing those, I would actually use entities. So when I wrote out my content, I would pick the top rated uh, or top correlating entities. And those would be my anchor text on that too. Uh, and that would actually kind of save you from having to do a bunch of this, you know, websites and go nows and all this madness beyond your citation stuff. You won't actually have to build any more of that stuff. Uh, and it'll actually hide it pretty good. You can do these uh, when you watch, read that hiding post uh, or pillowing for the lack of a better term, that post, on, on, on those two methods, you actually leverage these in those two methods and it'll work a lot better. All right. And then you go to um, here and we'll do the same thing. So uh, let's see, DUI Lawyer Los Angeles. I'm trying to see if they, they didn't even pick up any exact match in here, which is odd, right? Best DUI lawyers in your area. So, if you were just a, if you're an Ahrefs loser user, you'd miss out on all of these. And if you're just a Majestic user, you'll miss out on all of those. So, um, I had to bite the bullet and actually open a Majestic account. So now I have both. Uh, but it's good. You see both. Uh, and if you're a um, Link Research Tool user, there's 22 resources in there. But for whatever reason, they actually don't do very good at getting these two. Um, so you're probably going to need all three, and then you use Link Research Tool to do all this research that we did, and it'll throw it all in the math and stuff. Um, we'll see. Um, let's see what else. I think that's it. I think because that was pretty fine and clear. Let's actually – I said I wasn't going to do another one, but let's do another one. You'll also notice – that I did the path. I'm not competing with the entire domain. I'm competing with that one URL. Um, so when you're doing that, when you're doing this analysis, do the same thing. Make sure you're using just the path. You're using that URL. Um, and, you, and you'll be good. You'll get the same data. So there's no anchors here. And this one is one to at the anchor text there's that again let's actually 
check out what this is. Law library, empty anchor text. What do they got? Is that a link? Nope. Nope. This is a weird uh, site. There it is right there. Oh, that's right, the one. Yeah, but that's the link. So why is it empty, Akitex? Let's see. Well, no follow. Yeah, there's no anchor text set in there. Huh. So that's why it's no anchor text. Uh, actually, here. Go now. So it should be. Maybe they're just not seeing, the tools are not seeing it because it's in, it's like that, in that button. That's interesting to know. Well, you see this stuff as you're doing when you're doing the research right so this one only says uh one two three four referring domains and then it said in here it's it's none um so to me what that tells me is that i wish i really had the bing webmaster tools because i can see pbns in that and i'd be able to put this into the bing the old uh, site explorer and big webmaster tools and, and see their PBN links. We can also open up one more tool and see if they hit it from everybody. And I'm probably be giving this out. People don't know about it, but I want to do SEO spyglass from SEO power suite and I'll open it up and we'll run it. Why not? Let's see. Questions. Digitalers 403 right now. Why? What'd you do? What'd you do, Brian? 403 error. Sub code, more specific reason. Forbidden. Ooh, you're forbidden. That means you're blocked, homie. Where are you at? Uh, da, da, da. Depending on the country you're from, etc., uh, Cloudflare blocks people, and I just started doing it because people were, as I was showing off the show, the my sites and how I was building them stuff, I was getting hack attacked and everything else. So I just started blocking countries. Uh, da, da. Yeah, where are you at, Elton? Oh, also, if you're clicking the link, as I said, that link is dead. So don't be clicking it and keep clicking it over and over again. My system will also block you out. Yeah. Albania. I think you might be all right. Um, yeah, but the link in the description is dead. And there's a 404 thing. So don't click that thing over and over again. You get a 404 page on my website, stop clicking because um, it's set to block you and block your IPs. All right. Uh, and that'll clear up on its own. So that blocks like 15 minutes unless you do it over and over again, and then it permanently blocks you. 
and that's that's a security thing. I implement it on all my websites and client sites that uh, need security stuff. That security is a consideration. Um, I I lock the I lock those down intentionally. All right, where the hell was I? Oh, we were doing uh, the SEO Power Suite SEO Spyglass. Waiting for that to open up. Still, it's a Java program. If you guys don't have it, it's, it's based off of Java. Uh, it opens slow as dirt uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but once it is open, everything uh, works pretty good. It's, it's a fairly decent tool. I've been on the SEO Power Suite subscription probably like four years now. Uh, I don't know what I've had in here because I haven't used this one in a while. It looks like none. Oh, there's Digital Ear. It's in there. And I actually. Shut up. You could actually do a comparison in here if you wanted to. Drop those in there. Um, and you'll see the backlinks. But for this case, and this is a little bit more than, than I would normally do. So you guys don't really have to do this. Um, it's not the one I wanted. This is the one we're doing, right? Yeah, I just want to see. I don't even need to do that. I just let it do it. And you notice when I did that, I actually set it up to run just the URL. Again, you don't want to run all your tools on the main domain. You're not competing with the domain. Yes. I'm excited to see that right there. We just finally updated that thing. Uh, and it'll run through and do it. And I'll open this queue up so you can see this queue. Uh, and there's connect collecting link domains. And there's another thing in here where you'll you'll notice it's trying to check. Um, I want to say Alexa, it's, it's, but it's not Alexa. What's the other fucking? Alta, not Alta Vista. I forget the name of it, but it starts with an A, and you'll see that it freezes. It does it in all other software. You just hit the X, and then I'll push that through. Um, and it's a little bit frustrating when you leave this overnight and see it's stuck on there. Um, there it is, Alexa Rank. You don't need that. Boom. We'll shut that off. It's checking some Googles and some Bings and some Yahoos because I was, didn't bother to turn off the search engines. You guys have any other questions? Digital ear still busted for some of you. I look at that. If like if you guys will go to my site for information all the time and you keep getting those four oh threes and you're in certain countries, uh, I can tell you that probably the old former Soviet Union um, caucus states and all that stuff, you're probably getting blocked by Cloudflare. Um 
But if you're uh, if you're like you're you know you're legit, you want to use the site and you want to look at the stuff and check out the news stories constantly, and you're always getting those errors. Just shoot me up on in, in our Slack, uh, House of Hustle Slack, um, or you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, and just give me your IP, and I'll white label your IP address. Uh, just you know, bear in mind, even though I white label it, my software is set up that if you decide to ask for uh, specific clearance, and then I set you up on, and uh, we see in the logs that you're hitting us abnormally, we're going to block you permanently, and then I'll probably call you out. So, <laughs> or you can just use a v, uh, VPN. VPN is probably easier. Still waiting on this. What's it doing now? Pages index in Google. Pages index in Bing. It's almost done. Yeah, you see it's only picked up six backlinks. Uh, I don't need this. Domain's popularity. I don't need that. Thumbnail. There we go. So this one's only picked up six backlinks. So I don't think if they have PBNs, we're going to find that too much. Number of backlinks, number of defollows, number of linking domains. Uh, let's see. Linking domains. Uh, let's see what this is. Eukster? What the hell is a Eukster? COVID, join us, stay informed. This is a horrible site. There's six backlinks coming from it. Let's see what this is. No content. I don't see... Let's look at the backlink specifically. Oh, that's interesting. It's set up with the Google search API. And these are being counted as Backlinks, because the search API is publishing here, uh, so these are being counted as backlinks. That's pretty cool. Interesting. And then there's some Yelp in here. So this, my guess is, is this is probably just a, a junk site someone abandoned at one point or another. But we didn't, I don't think we saw that one in here. Let's go here. Wouldn't have known that was there. Oh, there's Yuxer right there. Your law library. Uh, is this the right one? Yep. And do you hear wrong one? Referring domains. There's none. So that's interesting. 
So if they if they are running on PBNs and if they're ranking that page on there, they're probably running on PBNs. We really got to do a couple of things. One, uh, we checked their tools and we couldn't find it. So two, we have to see. Uh, let's say that they found the perfect way to hide PBNs. Perfect ever. There's no way to find them. Okay, then you're kind of screwed on tapping that out and beating them. Uh, but we can also throw this into Sightbulb or Screaming Frog and look at the visualization and see if there's a uh, internal linking plan going on in here. And they're actually sending the backlinks to something else and then pushing through to this uh, particular page for us. So if this was me, uh, I would actually probably be sending them here. Yeah, DY Lawyer Los Angeles. What was that other term we picked? Wait that to open up. Let's see if that's working. Um, that's not working. Let's check this out. That's not working. Is my internet suck that bad? Ah, oh, see, see what they got. The that link is inside their logo too. So every they re essentially made this their homepage. So all backlinks to the domain are pointing at that. Let's see how many backlinks are sitting on the domain. Or the home page. Boom. Found him. Uh, let's see here. Anchors. Boom. Found him. Brand. URL. Generic URL. Exact match. Exact match. Uh, partial match. DUI attorney, the partial match. Uh, really, really narrowed in. So that's pretty cool. So you see what they did. They have all their links going to their home page, right? Uh, but their logo points at the page that we found, or it did, or else I messed something up. Oh, this one goes to their home page. What do they do there? What's going on? I think I fat fingered the this partial match DUI attorney. That's the home page. So why didn't this stuff work? Let me see something. Deleting that. Hitting that. Now that works. Interesting. DUI Lawyer Los Angeles. Where did they reference this page on the home page to pass through the relevancy? Because we know, we see this, right? Look, DUI Lawyer Los Angeles, partial match. It's really specific. So you would expect, because all those anchors are going there, we would see the home page here. But we're not doing that. What we're seeing is it's going to the um, Los Angeles page that I lost where did I put it 
It's going here, and this is the one that's ranking. So what I want to know is on here, where is that going? Like, how is that juice passing from here to here? Is it specifically done intentionally, or did they just kind of figure it out? And I'm hovering fast to see if I can trigger the anchor text here. Los Angeles DOI felonies. There you go. This is a this is a good um, point to make. All their anchor texts, uh, criminal justice, DUI, all that stuff, right? DUI, criminal attorneys, and then they go Los Angeles DUI felonies, and that's to our target page. Yep, and this is a the map. Some Yelp stuff. I wouldn't even do any of that crap. I would just say, hey, you can find us there. I wouldn't link to them. This is maps, maps, maps. To build relevancy, you link to the map of the neighborhood. And then a whole bunch of this crap. Overlinking is really kind of useless. Then you have the locations down there to tie it in your interlinking so you don't have to do it specifically within the content. But I think this is really what's doing it. All that relative link and then they're saying here's Los Angeles DUI's felonies and it's not exact match to the term, right? But it is partial match, Los Angeles DUI and then felonies and then you have all this partial match stuff here and that's kind of carrying over and causing that to rank. So um that's pretty interesting and really cool. I like that. Let me see one other thing just before giggles while we're over here. And we're looking at the anchor text is what I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, here we go. So they need to fix their schema. That's standard stuff and broken schema. So that's kind of junk. The attorney scheme is there. And it's broken. What is broken? Attorney. Uh, it's broken because they got this mess in there and that doesn't belong in there. The breaks. Whoever wrote this didn't know what they're doing. Yeah. And then that's the right schema. So it looks like somebody got adventurous, wrote this, and then someone else couldn't figure out where this crap is at or, or for whatever reason. And so they used their own and wrote it properly. And based off of how that's minified, I would bet you that's Yoast. Schema. Because not a lot of people are minifying their schema. Automatically, so I bet you that's a plug-in. And let's see if Yoast is on here. DNS. You have the Dublin Core. That's smart. So it's not Yoast, because Dublin Core is not applied by Yoast. Uh, I wonder what they got on here. It's interesting. It looks like that's about it. Hmm. Yeah, I would have to look a little bit more. But 
Anyway, so hopefully I kind of just, I know I generally over and kind of bounced around and got lost in a couple of rabbit holes there, but for the most part, you saw how I look at it. Find out how many anchor texts there are, classify them, URL, brand, exact match, partial match, partial match with brand, uh, and uh, variations. And you can use LSI if you want to. I use variations. Put them in their classifications. Figure out what your percentages are and do that for the top 10. And then that'll give you the average of that exact match and partial match will tell you pretty much where you can go with your anchor text percentages. So hopefully that works out. Um, and we'll play play around with this. Yeah, like like Elton said, <laughs> he's appreciating me watching doing the back backlink analysis, and I didn't want to get caught in that rabbit hole, and I ended up doing it. But um, hopefully, you guys all found that useful. Uh, I want to answer some questions, and really, there only looks like there's one. So, uh, and that question is from. Elton, you got any tips for foreign SEO? I've read that you can be more aggressive since the algorithm isn't as advanced as in the U.S., but not sure what they mean by being more aggressive. Low-quality links work. So define low-quality links, one. I, I kind of challenge you to do it, right? So any link can be made to be high quality. Uh, it's just a matter of what is on there, uh, and are you doing um, the proper uh, linking to it? Are you building that up? And you can make what anyone else would consider, or everyone, everyone in the in the, and I'll just say the white hat world, just because you know to be a hater consistently, um, like a a web two point link. They'll say a blogger is a low quality link, but if I've built a whole bunch of nice. Uh, backlinks and build some tiers to that and stuff, that blogger becomes significantly a quality. Uh, so um, that addresses the part of the, the low-quality links comment. So low-quality links work everywhere. Uh, it's it's how you lose, use links and what you define as low-quality versus high-quality. Um, and when you stop looking at it in that manner, metrics versus um you know, is this making my page go up or down? Uh, any page, any link that makes my page go down is low quality. Anyone that makes it go up is high quality, <laughs> uh, right? So, uh, kind of look at it that way. Now, in the in the in regards to foreign SEO, the algorithm is different. It's applied. It's turned. It's not. How how do I make this clear? The I talked about it last week. The algorithm is this set of math rules programmatically designed by Google. And I illustrated last week how each keyword that is uh, it is turned on to ver- different ver- varying degrees uh, in markets and turned on and off in varying degrees in keyword-specific terms. The same, the exact same applies with foreign SEO. The algorithm is, for the most part, the same for everybody, but in foreign SEO, there might be some limitations. Languages, uh, language understanding is probably the number one thing. So maybe all the math that is done to for anti-spam and for um, 
quality analysis and for under page understanding may or may not be turned on in a foreign language because the math is not advanced enough yet to know and understand and deal with that specific language. So that's why people uh, say that it's easier to rank in, say, the Netherlands versus the U.S. or uh, New Zealand is easier to rank than Australia um, because those particular systems are using the same math but they're not all turned up in the same ways and each one of them and testing will tell you uh which ones that are which factors are big players in there uh, the easiest way to see that right now that we all have and, and the fastest way is to get a Quora subscription and if you're working in the new zealand google.com forward slash what is it nk or something like that um you, you know work in that particular search engine inside of cora and then start analyzing your the correlations keeping those on track and then watching as that changes at before and after updates so you know how that's all done and you may or may not i don't know i don't do a lot of foreign seo um, just because I don't have a lot of foreign clients, but you may or may not see that it is easier or it is harder uh, to rank uh, in those particular um, different countries. It's just kind of, you got to let the math answer that question for you, right? So don't let, don't follow that it is, oh, just because it's the UK, for example. That's overseas for me, but it's not easier for me to rank in the UK. Uh, Israel, overseas for me, not necessarily easier for me to rank in Israel. But Thailand, I can rank pretty easily in Thailand. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and, But at, at the end of the day, all my ranking in those markets all begins with Quora, a Quora analysis. Uh, by low quality, I mean blasting GSA to the money page. That still won't work, right? Wrong. I actually... Uh, use a couple of websites when I clean my GSA lists, uh, generic anchors, junk uh, backlinks, and those pages that are getting the links uh, as a result of cleaning my my GSA list are all ranking just fine. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I bumped a bunch of them up to page one, number one, uh, just with GSA. So people who say the GSA doesn't work and Google's smart enough to figure it out are just too dumb to figure out GSA. That's my opinion. Uh, do you think link text ratio is just off page keyword density? Could Google just be adding link text to the page content or is that totally separate system? And can you test the keyword, test it like keyword density? Hmm. You know, it could be handled that way. I would think that it's more, and I'm just kind of thinking on a, on a math level, right? I have the I have a billion trillion things to do. What is the easiest way to do it? And to me, the easiest way is to to put them all in, see which ones are the same, see which has the highest percentage of, and then um, match that to what I think the page is relevant about. Uh, and based off of, and, and to me, the easiest way is keyword density. So if I my keyword density, site A has, a, has anchor text, uh, exact match 20%, keyword density of, I don't know, exact match 5%, everyone else has 45 and everyone has 19%, um, then I would 
mathematically, I would say that would probably be the easiest way to do it. So it's a little bit harder to say does keyword ratio uh, in the anchor text apply uh, when picking that up, but I could see how that could be easily done. Um, and is it adding it to the anchor? The text page content is a totally separate system. I believe that it would be a totally separate system because the algorithm is – we, we all think of the algorithm as a single thing, but really at the end of the day, it's a bunch of mini algorithms put together to, to, and then to feed the main monster, right? Uh, so I, I would think that the algorithm to handle link building is different from the algorithm to handle on page, uh, content versus it's different to handle images versus, um, schema. You know what I mean? So I think that, uh, would be, um, would be on a separate system. I don't think they would put that together. Um, but how do, how are they putting it together? I think that that's really the big question. And those are questions that we should have asked when Penguin came out, and all the talking heads were telling us to do one percent anchor texts. We we did, and we just never asked those questions. Uh. Looks like the show's title has been hit by an epidemic. Not I'm sure what that means. Um, okay. Um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else. Any more questions? If not, I think I'm going to call it a day. That's an hour and ten minutes. So that was a good show. Uh, again, I know I hit that the anchor text ratio stuff really fast. So if you think of any questions in the uh, in the future, go ahead and drop them in the comments on in Facebook or YouTube. Uh, probably YouTube be the best because I don't go to Facebook very much anymore. I get tired of it. Um, uh, check out. Uh, Join uh, SIA. If you want to reach out there, we can even go a whole lot deeper. Um, or you can join one of our mastermind groups inside of SIA and, and work with each other. Uh, or hit me up on uh, House of Hustle on my Slack, and uh, I'll help you out. Uh, thank you all very much for coming. I enjoy the interaction. I appreciate it. Hopefully, give you something to grind over and some new things to check out. Uh episode instead of episode what did i do that on youtube all right i'll fix it thanks Carol. appreciate it appreciate the heads up all right guys and gals see you next week uh in the meantime uh keep on plugging away and stay safe <laughs>